The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off of your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. And we're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, May the 4th, currently 11.03 on the East Coast. Here to recap everything we saw in Game 2 between the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. And we'll also get into our betting picks tonight for Game 2 between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. As the Warriors look to even up the series, but helping me to break it all down here. Guys, Dome, as the newest voice of the NBA Gambling Podcast, he's in full form. It's Delante. <laughs> Actually, excuse me. It's playoff Lante. Lante, what's going on, my man? Hey, man. Not much. Uh, looking forward to breaking this car down and uh, I guess recapping a little bit of what we saw or what we didn't see from Philadelphia last night. But, um, yeah, man, looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully we can stay hot. Been seeing it pretty well. So uh, hopefully we can just stay hot with the picks and uh, keep making some money. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's that time of the year where we're only getting about maybe one game a day, two games a day mm-hmm. now. So, um, you know, we can dive a little deeper into these games than we usually can during the regular season. But yeah, last night um, I did not have a great um, lock and dog yesterday. I, I had I took the first half team total over for the Celtics. I think I got hooked by half a point. Um, and then I took Embiid, and I saw a lot of people, at least the sharper guys that I know in that handicap NBA, that also took Joel Embiid's over three and a half assists last night. That was at plus mm. money, but uh, that one didn't get to the window either. But uh, hopefully we can bounce back here tonight. But uh, last night, Delonte, we did see the Boston Celtics take care of business against the Philadelphia 76ers. We did see that return of Joel Embiid last night. Uh, but Boston takes care of business. They get the game two victory, one twenty-one to eighty-seven. Uh, they covered the first quarter, they covered the first half, and they mm-hmm. also obviously covered the full game, getting a thirty-four point victory uh, against the Sixers. Um, I thought I told everyone last night that Jason Tatum would have only played nineteen minutes, was one of seven from the floor. Right. 0 of 3 from three-point land and only at seven points, this game might have been a lot closer than people would have thought. But um, they really did need him. And I think he spent a lot of the game in foul trouble yesterday, uh, Delonte. But um, Tatum only had seven points, but the other guys really stepped up. It was led by Jalen Brown in 30 minutes, 9 of 17 from the floor, 3 of 6 from three-point land. He chipped in with 25 points. Malcolm Brogdon, again, off the bench, 24 minutes, 23 points, hit some huge three-pointers. Really, that third and fourth quarter to create that separation where they outscored the uh, Sixers 35 to 16. Um, and then we also had double digit uh, point performances from Marcus Smart, Derek White, 
and also Grant Williams off the bench. The Celtics last night, Delonte shot 20 of 51 from beyond the arc. And um, Embiid made his return last night, played 27 minutes, was four of nine from the floor. Uh, he did have 15 points, but he also did have five blocks last night mm-hmm. for the uh, Sixers. But um, yes, yeah, uh, Celtics even up the series. They're headed back to Philly one to one. Uh, anything that stuck out to you last night as far as this game between the Celtics and the Sixers? Well, early on, it looked like Philadelphia was going to hang in there. Um, they were doing really well defensively, especially with Boston. how Boston attacked them in game one. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to do that with in game two with Embiid in the middle, as we've seen. With the, I think he had four blocks in like the middle of the second quarter, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. So he was doing a real good job of, of rim protecting. A lot of those back cuts, they, they weren't there because the defense on the perimeter was playing a little bit more aggressive and not allowing them to just blow bottom because they knew they had Joel in the back. So I thought that was very key. I thought it was better defensively than he was offensively. Um, he had a stretch in, I want to say it was the second quarter, where he hit like a couple of jumpers and he uh, mm. got to the foul line a couple of times. I thought he looked good there. After the after the game, he was saying that he wanted to play to knock the rust off. I kind of respect that because you want to go ahead and get that this game out of the way so you can feel how so you can see how comfortable you are with that brace on and mm-hmm. um how you can move or, or whatever and i'm pretty sure the celtics didn't play him as they would if he was 100 percent. and he said also in the post game that he probably won't be 100 percent for the rest of the year yeah um so i guess that's an advantage to the celtics probably shouldn't have said that but i mean yeah um but i think that dictates how they play him because they don't have to double him at all they can play him straight up and by playing him straight up they're not leaving no shooters and as we've seen uh, if they get wide open looks, they're going to hit them in the Brooklyn series. And uh, overall, I didn't think Celtics played particularly well um, outside of Jalen. Jalen was aggressive from the jump. Yeah. Um, Smart played well. I thought Smart mm-hmm. played a good like point guardish game. He was distributing a lot. Brogdon, of course, and uh, Grant Williams was uh, incredible as far as energy effort. And uh, other than that, though, I don't think they played well. I think in the third quarter. Or to start the third quarter, they were three Tatum, Brown, and White. Let's see what I got. Tatum, Brown, and White were uh, three of fourteen in the in the third quarter, in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Like that's at the end of the second quarter. So, if, and they were up what eight nine at the break. They were by eight. Uh, I think it was like fifty seven. Uh, of course, I remember the 57. 57 right. to 40, 57 to forty nine. They were up by eight. Yeah. So I mean, I thought that was a, a good sign right there that they you know, that they were going to do well in the second half. But I thought the, I mean, the 76ers, they didn't get much from Harden. Uh, Maxie was okay. Uh, even T- Tobias stat padded at the end kind of, but he wasn't, he wasn't as bad um, in this game also. But yeah, I mean, I just think the Celtics, they, they just outplayed them, out hustled them, out physical. And they were more desperate, obviously. Uh, Philly got, Philly was probably comfortable getting that one of, um, or getting that one, one split. So, I mean, it kind of went how I thought it would go. Not the, of course, not the 30-point victory, but I thought that they would win comfortably, you know, somewhere in between 10 and 12. But I thought it would still be competitive. But I guess everybody's converted back to being, you know, not themselves as they were in game one versus, you know, with MB back. So the pace slowed down. I thought that favored Boston because their half-court offense and half-court defense is better than what Philadelphia's is. So, I mean, just from a pace perspective, I thought that it kind of hurt the Philly because they could, they weren't able to get out and run, get Maxi in space. Um, yeah. Harden is a lot better in space. Obviously, he can't move um, mm-hmm. like he could, you know, four or five years ago. But I mean, you know, neither can I. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just think Harden has to be a little bit more aggressive. 
Uh, he doesn't have to be what he was in game one. He just has to be yeah. somewhere in between. You know, he can't go two or fourteen. I think that's what he was last night. He can't go yeah. two or fourteen. Um, and I mean, I think Doc he he didn't play uh, Milton enough. Like Milton hit those shots. He's capable of hitting the shots. So, I mean, it's no. I don't see why he's not out there more. Um, he played a lot of Niang. I like Niang a lot. Um, but it just didn't have it last night. But overall, I mean, I think the Celtics just outplayed him. Uh, Missoula did make some decent changes. So I know back people bag on him, but I give him a little bit of credit uh, for what he did last night. But outside of that, I thought it was pretty much you know a night that I thought that, that I saw coming. Pretty much, and just not the thirty point victory. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I think the difference. I mean, I think me and Scott mentioned just that that this was probably going to be a blowout situation for the Celtics, and it was just really they 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 knocked down their three point shots mm-hmm. last night. It was in particular in that third quarter yeah. uh, for the um, for the Boston Celtics. Uh, they outscored them 35 sixteen uh, in that third quarter. Mm-hmm. And again, that was pretty much the story last night. Um, give a lot of credit to Jack. You mentioned Jalen Brown was aggressive. Um, from the tip, he knocked down, you know, some three-point shots. He got to the basket, uh, tried to put a poster on uh, Joel right. Embiid. Uh, twice. That, yeah, twice. So He, he made the um, way the first time. Yeah, yeah so he, he's going to stay aggressive. I think that was a good sign for the Boston Celtics. And, again, it, it was just – if you just looked at what the three-point shooting numbers were last night, Philadelphia, 6 of 30 from the three-point land, mm-hmm. um, and then the Boston Celtics, 20 of 51. Plus 14, that uh, came out, what, plus 42 from three-point line. Again, mm-hmm. that was just the difference last night. So, and I think, you know, a lot of people, I think, expected, obviously, uh, James Harden to regress after having a 45 performance uh, in game one. Um, and like you mentioned, he was only 2 of 14 last night. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, you know, I think uh, we discussed it on the pod that it was a smash spot for the Celtics last mm-hmm. night. They just came out to care of business. And getting Joel Embiid back, I think a lot of people – bet on the Sixers kind of think, or the public I used to think, Hey, you know, this team in game one in Boston without Joel Embiid Mm -hmm. won a game without the MVP. Now you're getting them back. You know, they could possibly win again, but um, we've always talked about this throughout the season that when Embiid is on the floor, they usually slow the pace down. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he's not on the floor, I think we saw it in game one where, you know, they, they push the pace a little bit and, um, you know, get their baskets that way. So, you know, we'll see what the adjustments are going to be for Doc Rivers now as we head to back to Philly for game three. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, like we mentioned, Celtics take care of business. They even up the series here at one-to-one. Uh, anything else uh, from last night there, Delonte? No, I think we pretty much hit it all. All right. Oh, except for, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, if you, like, in the player props uh, – and like you can get live player props. Like I would take Jalen Brown first quarter every game. He is like unreal in the first quarter. I think he had twelve, at least twelve or more in I think half over half of his playoff games so far. He's really, really assertive early on. And then I guess Tatum's more in the fill out process, uh, because he gets it going in the second quarter. I think he had twenty in the in the first game. Uh, foul trouble did deter him in the second game, yeah. but Jalen was he was and is always aggressive early on, like attacking the paint, uh, especially on the uh, defensive end. Also, so if you enter some player props, check that Jalen Brown first quarter points is is, is going to be a good bet for you. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, like from the jump, like he came out and he was aggressive, and right. it was really like the first quarter um, where where he had I think what what fourteen points in the first right. quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he looked good. So, um. As a Rockets fan, I'm hoping he comes over to you. Yeah, I was I was just about to say, did you did you hear that, did you hear those rumors about him not being happy and stuff? Yeah, and I think that um 
I mean, you know, we read stuff on the Twitterverse that he was a huge fan of uh, Coach Udoka when he was with Boston. Um, so we'll see what happens offseason. I'm hoping they, they, I think either way, if they do win the finals or if they don't win the finals, I think I feel like Jalen Brown may be out the window or are yeah. going. Early. They tried to give him an, uh, like a in like a team award to like keep him <laughs> to make sure yeah. he's, he's known as he's valuable. But yeah. uh, it was a story out there about um, when KD was going to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when KD was in Brooklyn and they were wanting to trade for him, that him and Tatum were like out together, like, yeah, talking, yeah. Stuff. I don't know if you, if you heard that, but yeah, I, th- I thought that got back to Jalen and he wasn't happy at all. Like, yeah, I yeah, remember so, that. Yeah, man. the post uh, it was a uh, post game interview that he was doing. There's something that he was mentioned about the Boston crowd, like, I don't yeah, know, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. or something or something yeah, like that. I remember. He wasn't happy about that. Yeah, man, don't look good. Don't yeah. Look good. All right, uh, before we get into the game here for tonight, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays and Shady May. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off when you buy uh, the Shady Rays, you also have a chance to win 500 big ones. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slope with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love them, Exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt and go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win 500 Shady May contests. Again, that's $500 for your chance to win with our Shady May contest. Yeah, I got myself a pair, man. They're they're nice, man. You, there's so many different designs that they have. You guys need to check it out. Go to shadyrays.com right now, or after you're done listening to the pod, check it out. Uh, you can get fifty percent off when you buy two or more pairs of the sunglasses, whether that you buy two for yourself, for your partner, for aunt, uncle, dad, mom, grandma, grandpa. I don't care. Just check it out. Go to shadyrays.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Delonte, we got two – or sorry, two games. I wish we had two games. So we have one game right. on the schedule here tonight. Uh, Western Conference semifinals between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we saw the Lakers get the game one victory against the Warriors, uh, 117-112. You know, it was a little bit tough situation for the Golden State Warriors, you know, coming off of the game seven and a quick turnaround uh, to face the Los Angeles Lakers. Luckily for them, uh, they didn't have to travel to LA. They have the home court advantage in this series, but not anymore. Lakers have stolen that. Uh, they did get the game one victory. So we're on the game here two here tonight. It's going to be a nine o'clock Eastern start um, right now. Uh, as it stands, the Warriors are favored by six points. Currently, the total is at two twenty-seven. Um, Delonte, let's start with the side here. Minus six in favor of the Warriors. What are you thinking about the side? Yeah, I'm probably leaning to the Warriors. Uh, I mean, similar to what we see in most home teams losing game one. So I've I've seen somewhere. I can't. I'm sorry, I don't give him credit. I don't know who it was. Um, 
I've seen several people tweet it out or uh, mention it, but home teams who lose game one, uh, 19-2 ATS in game two. Uh, and that's, I think if you go back even further, like and build it, build in the straight up numbers, it's probably even better. And you got to think like they're laying, obviously they're getting taxed because if they're the home team, that means they're the higher seed. And that means they are, you know, going to get taxed on a point spread. So I think that's telling that it's 19 and two in the last 21. Uh, and we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen last night. Uh, we've seen it happen in, um, against uh, the Knicks. We've seen that happen. Uh, so yeah, man, it's just, I think that the Warriors are going to come out and their game plan has to be something different. Uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned in chat to somebody that I think Looney's going to get less minutes simply because I think Kerr wants to have more spacing, more shooting on the floor because I think that was the reason why they didn't get to the rim a lot. And we know the free throw disparity. I mean, the Lakers, it wasn't a like bad officiating officiated game. It's just that the Warriors didn't go to the rim a lot. And yeah. when they did, Anthony Davis was there swatting everything. So, and some people say that the Warriors are a jump shoot. I mean, they are a jump shooting team, but they do go to the rim frequently, the top three in rim percentage offense. So, I mean, they have to be more aggressive. I think taking Looney out and putting another score on the floor actually helps them out and makes them makes people guard. Because as you've seen, they're not guarding Draymond, Looney, and I mean, to a certain extent, like when Peyton's in, they're not guarding him. So I think if they get some guys in, like if they get the pool – I guess the death lineup, I guess, would be Poole, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Steph. So I think that's going to space them out a lot more. Um, making Steph Curry a ball handler. I think Van Gundy brought it up on the broadcast also. Yeah. Just to get him in that screen and roll. Because in that screen and roll, it's either you have to blitz him and get the ball out of his hands, which is going to get, you know, end up in Draymond's hands and then he kicks to the corner for Poole or Clay for a three. Or you're just going to, you know, try to get a mismatch with Clay, I mean, with Steph and a big. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what Kerr does to adjust. I'm assuming that he does a lot more Steph Curry pick and rolls. Um, defensively, I thought they were fine. Defensively, I thought the strategy yeah. was fine. It's just that <clears throat> some of the shots that, you know, D'Lo was, D'Lo was hot in the third quarter. I think he started off, he made, uh, like, his first four or five that he shot from that he shot from uh, from the field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I just I think the Warriors are going to come out and adjust. I kind of do think that the Lakers, you know, compete for, I guess, a half. Kind of like the Memphis game in uh, game two, whenever they didn't have Ja. Or yeah. not game two. Uh, was it game two? Game yeah. two, yeah. Yeah, so when they didn't have Ja, I think it's going to be similar to that and also similar to the the game uh, five when they were up 3-1. Probably a little bit complacent. And we saw AD run out of gas uh, yeah. late in that game. He was, like, gassed. And he played the entire second half. I thought LeBron played some heavy minutes. Uh, and, of course, we know that the Warriors were off that bad spot. Even though it was a bad spot, I still thought they would get it done. And they almost got it done. They were a Jordan Poole dumb shot away from tying the game, at least. But, yeah, I think that the pace has to slow down a little bit more for the Warriors also so they can work the Lakers' defense in the, in the half court, make them work. Uh, from what I saw, I felt like they were getting the shots that they wanted. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. they were going in, you know, Clay, uh, Clay Poole, and Steph six made threes each. Now, obviously, yeah. they're probably not going to do that. But I felt like some of the shots that they were getting were pretty easy. And the defense for the Lakers, it was kind of like they would be complacent. Can't get complacent against Golden State. Um, So, yeah, long story short, uh, I'm leaning to the Warriors minus the city. Yeah, I think for um, the Lakers or for the Warriors here tonight, I think that somebody brought up that are we going to see 
Looney get the rebounds again like he has been. I think it was in that late fourth quarter where Kerr did pull uh, Looney out, and they went with, I think, the small ball lineup with Poole, Wiggins, Curry, Clay, and um, uh, Green and uh, Wiggins, right? So Mm -hmm. um, he only did play 29 minutes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, did Looney, but he still was able to get the rebounds. I think I agree with you that we'll probably see less Looney minutes here tonight. Um, probably in the second half, mm-hmm. they go with that, you know, quote unquote death ball lineup or small ball lineup, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I think that there's two things that all stick out to me that I agree with what you said is that AD played, did play 44 minutes last uh, in game one. Um, and usually when he does play those heavy minutes, the next game, he kind of runs out of gas. Um, and the motivation may be a question. I mean, it's not either motivation or it's just, you know, he has tired legs or dead legs that he's not as effective as he can be. So I think, you know, I do think the Warriors bounce back here tonight, a minus six. Uh, I do like that. Uh, this might be a spot where uh, it's probably like Boston last night where like first quarter, first half and full game here for, yeah, that's what uh, yeah for the Warriors. Um, kind of throwing some trends and stats out there. So since 2016, um, I think that's when the dynasty, or it's not d- dynasty, but when Steph, uh, Clay, and Draymond were like the core pieces um, in the playoffs. Um, after a loss in the playoffs at home, they are eleven and one straight up, and then eight and four against the spread. Nine and three towards the under um, are the Warriors. So they perform very well after taking a loss. Um, in the playoffs and then bouncing back next game at home. So again, that's 11 and one straight up eight and four against the spread nine and three towards the under um, for the uh, Golden State Warriors. And again, we talked about, we'll see the adjustments made by Steve Kerr. Um, and I think yeah, you're right. I think it might be a similar situation to what we see uh, from round one for the, for the uh, LA Lakers. Like they got game one, game two, even though it was without jaw, we saw, you know, them step up that you don't want to go down to a 0-2 hole against the mm-hmm. LA Lakers. Then you have the monumental task then, Delante, of having to beat LeBron and AD four out of the next five games. Yeah. Um, so I like the Warriors here with you. Um, I would probably look at their first quarter there as well, um, yep. but full game minus six for me as well. Uh, before we get to the total and some player props, uh, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. It's also Kentucky Derby Week and the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for all your triple count, triple crown bets. If you leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast, which we now end Belmont Saturday on June 10th, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas, canvas print of the Wolves' one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time, and we have a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN SGPN app for the Kentucky Derby. The winner gets a hundred dollar SGPN 
gift card. All right, Delonte, let's uh, discuss the total here. It's currently sitting at 227. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think it's the same total as game one. Um, yep. May have closed around 227 and a half, but mm-hmm. it did squeak over the total. Um, larger part, I think, thanks to the first quarter in that game one mm-hmm. um, for the uh, Lakers and the Warriors. I think they combined for 60 plus points, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, and it still let, came down to the shorter free throws at the end. It did, yeah. Uh, let me just double check here. Yeah, so it, they scored 60 points in the first half. Sorry, in the first quarter. They scored 69 points in the second uh, quarter um, and still barely got over the total. The second half did go under. Fourth quarter was where they kind of, you know, slowed the pace down. They had mm-hmm. uh, only 45 uh, combined points. But nonetheless, uh, Delonte, 227 here. What do you think? Yeah, I'll lean to the under. I think it'll be somewhat of a slower pace, uh, with, which will favor the Warriors. And I think the Lakers will play at a, a slower pace. They'll want to play at a slower pace just because of all the minutes that AD and LeBron logged. Uh, how many minutes did LeBron log? Uh, I think it was uh, 40. I yeah, I think he played most of that second half. AD didn't come out, but I know LeBron took a rest around like the three, uh, around the three minute mark in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so he, uh, AD played 44 and LeBron played 40. Also, he yeah, played 39 as well. Right. But I think that it'll be a, a more defensive minded type of game. Now, the Warriors, I'm pretty sure, well, I, I can't even say that they might not hit all those threes because they they literally can do it at any point in time. But I think they'll regress a little bit more and try to get to the rim a lot and maybe get Davis in foul trouble. I think that spacing is going to cause him to have to come out and guard, which will cause these other guys like Austin Reeves. Um, Vanderbilt did a decent job on Curry. And it's just that whenever he – like if he'll get a good defensive stop, then he'll just like the next play is just like, all right, cool. I got I, I got him. And then Steph hits him with something else. So yeah. I thought he did a decent job. Uh, but whenever they switched and put Schroeder or Reeves or whoever on him, I thought that he just got what he wanted. He just missed. He didn't even take a shot in the uh, second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. He had 10 points in the first quarter and no field goal attempts in the second quarter. He didn't he didn't attempt his uh, first field goal until the third quarter with about 650 left. That's mm-hmm. that's what I got. So I think um I think Steph will come out and have a great game too. But I think both defenses come to play, so I like the under. Uh yeah, I think I'm with you on the under as well. I mean, despite like we mentioned what happened in game one, where it's a very high scoring first half, um, the pace kind of slowed down, especially in that fourth quarter. I think I think we'll see a, a grinded out defensive type of matchup here. I think that the Lakers will, sorry, the both teams actually will make the adjustments. Warriors in game one got a 53 three point shots uh, in that game. Um, 21, they knocked down. And like you mentioned, that was led by Steph Curry, Clay, and Jordan Poole uh, in game one, where they all had uh, six three pointers each. So um, I, I think that, you know, number one, the pace should and will slow down. Um, we may see some tighter whistles here tonight as well. Um, I do see it's Tony Brothers on the call here tonight. I'm trying to pull up some uh, ATS numbers for both teams. Uh, hopefully I can get that before the pod ends here. But, um, yeah, I agree with you about the under as well. Maybe a Lakers team total under um, is a way to maybe attack it as well. Um, let's get over to now some player props here, Delonte. Uh, what do we like for this game tonight? Uh, one thing I really love is Andrew Wiggins tonight. I think he has a big game. I thought he was like non-existent in some moments. Uh, he looked good in the stretch, but overall, I thought he he didn't look good um, to help 
out anything. I mean, he was playing decent defense on LeBron. Maybe that wavered him a little bit. But I like him over 23 and a half points and rebounds. Um, with the small ball lineup that we mentioned, I think you have to be more aggressive on the boards. I think he'll look for a shot a little bit more with LeBron kind of sagging off him a little bit. Um, just, I guess, daring, kind of daring him to shoot it. So I think him, uh, I think Wiggins has a big game, over 23 and a half points and rebounds. Uh, I'm going to stick with my two guys, Clay and, and Poole. The Lakers mm-hmm. don't guard guards well. We've seen it uh, in game one. Now, would they go off to that extent? Probably not. But I think Clay is still in for a big series. Um, so I like both of those guys over their point totals. I would look at Jordan Poole's threes also. Um, you can probably get plus money uh, on his threes. Let me see. Oh, well, they changed it. So you probably can get two. He's at one and a half at reduced, like 105. So if you bump it up to two, two and a half, you can get plus money on it. So I'll probably be on that. Um, as for the Lakers, I'm kind of staying away from Lakers props simply because the rotation is it's not as tight as you would like it. Um, the only guy that I would look at would be Rui over his points and rebounds. I mm-hmm. think you'll have a bigger impact on the game, especially if they go a little bit smaller. Because when they come in, uh, they have uh, DiVincenzo, Moody, and Peyton. So when those guys come in, I mean, it's no big on the floor other than I guess Jermichael Green would be the other big who played well. But I think Rui has an advantage on the inside, and he'll be able to post up those smaller guards and to get to the rim a lot. So I like Rui over his points and rebounds. I don't see his points and rebounds listed uh, just yet. I see his points at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, I do. I see it at ten and a half. Yeah, so I'll take that. I'll take that over ten and a half. So those are the props that I like for the game tonight. I'm with you on uh, Andrew Wiggins. I was looking at his rebounds here tonight um, for the um, for the Warriors. I think I got at five and a half last time. I'm trying to see if that number has moved. Um, um, give me a second. Still at five and a half. It's a little bit juice at minus one forty. Um, Couple things why I do like it. Number one, he has actually. I know all the attention has been on Kavon Looney um, for the rebounds, but Wiggins he's averaging five point nine rebounds per game. Uh, but he has grabbed uh, six or more rebounds in for the last five games for the Warriors uh, in the playoffs, including uh, three straight games here where he's had six or more rebounds. Um, game one, he had six for the Warriors, but like, you know how we talked about that. If we're gonna if we're, if we're thinking that Looney is not going to be in that lineup down the stretch uh, where they kind of go play that small ball or maybe his minutes come come down a little bit, um, Wiggins is probably that guy that's getting those rebounds, either him or Draymond. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we saw it uh, down the stretch where I think it was like two in that one possession where he grabbed two two offensive rebounds. For, it might have been three. Seriously. I think it was, yeah. yeah. It was like two yeah. or three. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the one thing that also stuck out to me, you know, talking about his offensive rebounds at 34.3% of his rebounds have actually come as offensive rebounds over the last five games. So that's a very high percentage for a guy like uh, Andrew Wiggins. Um, and like we mentioned, you know, if they do go to the death lineup, we usually see their Draymond at the five and then, you know, Wiggins at the four, however you want to, you know, dice mm-hmm. it up. But that's one uh, player prop I did like. He's also playing the minutes as well. He's averaging about 35.3 minutes per game. So it's not like minutes are an issue for Andrew Wiggins. So um, I'll attack the over five and a half for Andrew Wiggins on its rebounds. Um, you also mentioned Jared Vanderbilt. Um, I think his steals and blocks are at one and a half. Uh, when I was looking last night, let me double check that as well. Yeah, he's at one and a half at minus one twenty-five. Um, you kind of look at his stat sheet, man. He's he's been filling it up. So 
Um, you know, we've, we've talked about the Lakers who pride themselves on the defensive side of the basketball. We saw that Darvin Ham in his uh, introductory press conference. I said, hey, we're going to play defense. And mm-hmm. you know, thus far in this postseason, Lakers are number one in defensive efficiency. Um, but Vanderbilt, he's averaging 1.6 blocks and one uh, about one steal per game in the um, playoffs here. He's gone over this projection of one and a half steals and blocks combined in four of the last five playoff games for the um, for the Lakers. Game one, I think he had two of each, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to pull that number up. Um, the only thing that does make me nervous about him is that um, minutes aren't there yet. But we did see where he does. Uh, Darvin Ham was making the defense for offense uh, substitutions mm-hmm. down the stretch. So, yeah, game one, he had two steals and two blocks. And then in, in game five against the Grizzlies, they are sorry, game six, he had two blocks and one steal. And like I mentioned, he's gone over this projection for the last five games uh, in the playoffs for the um, for the Lakers. So those are the two that I was looking at as well. Um, do we go back? I mean, to the Davis and the Looney rebounds, what do you think? Well, with Looney, I'm kind of weary. I'm also weary kind of both because I think the lineups are going to be different. And they won't be battling against each other a lot. So I thought that the Lakers, one of the big keys to why they won the game was the uh, non-Anthony Davis minutes. So when Anthony Davis usually is off the court, the defensive rating shrinks like dramatic, dramatically. So uh, I thought they were, I know in the first, in the first quarter, well, in the second quarter, they were like plus three when he was on the bench. Uh, I I didn't, I didn't have in my notes the third quarter or the fourth quarter, but um, they survived them, so I think they did really well. And I think a part of that was the Warriors not being able to attack them. So they weren't they, – they didn't want to attack. I don't know why, but they just didn't want to attack them. So I think that that comes into play a little bit more. Maybe he gets in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and also not matching up with Looney means he has to guard somebody. So the thing – the key is to get him away from the paint so, you know, they can get those cutters and divers to the basket, which, I, which is in part why I think Draymond will have a, a decent game tonight also. But, um, yeah, I just – I probably can get with more so Looney than than AD simply because I think LeBron, LeBron, LeBron um, uh, Vanderbilt, and some of those guys are going to be a helping out uh, AD on the rim. And I think if they pull him away from the rim, he won't get as many long rebounds. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> Did you have any other player props? Uh no, nah, I didn't. I'm gonna look at Draymond, his uh points, rebounds, and assists also. Uh over twenty two and a half. I think with that small ball lineup, he'll be a lot more effective than he was um with Looney on the court. Because you gotta think, like when when Looney him and Looney are on the court, like they're literally playing basically like uh like a boxing three on uh Clay, Steph, and to a lesser extent Wiggins. They're not really guarding Wiggins like you would normally guard uh in the regular season or if it was another opponent that was more, I guess, efficient shooting so um they're pretty much just packing the paint and just chasing around steph and clay so i don't know how steph i mean i don't know how Curry's gonna adjust to that but i think that he has to do something offensively to get maybe looney and draymond separate playing separately and not together okay that makes sense all right um so let's get into our picks here then uh for tonight here delante you want to lead us off yeah, I'll try to. So I'm gonna go with a play that you mentioned in the, at the top. I'll go Lakers, not Lakers. I'll go uh, Golden State first quarter, first half. The first quarter is minus two. 
Uh, that's you can get pretty much reduced like 105, 107 uh, if you shop around. I'm also going with that first half minus three and a half, uh, minus three. Some minus threes out there if you look around. Um, so I like both of those equally enough to make them a double lock. So I guess we'll put two locks on it. Um, as for the dog, I'm, I'm going to have to shop around and try to find a player prop. If you have one, I'll let you go, and I'll just look and see if it's something that I like as far as player prop-wise. All right. So first, let's go with my lock here. Um, I, hmm. I think I'm just going to lay the points with the Warriors here tonight, minus the six. Um, I, I just think they come out and get the job done. I would not be surprised if they do win by double digits. Um, if you want to go minus 10 plus 160. Uh, but I do think it's a worse smash spot. If I you like go f- yeah, first quarter, first half, um, and then full game. I, I just think that you know we'll see a even series going one-to-one back to L.A., uh, something similar that we saw with Boston. So, and again, we mentioned that that Warriors had the opportunity to win the game um, down the stretch in in game yeah, one, did. right? I think they, they did. They tie it up, and then uh, I think they were I think they were close. I think they were down one, and then okay. uh, so basically, this this is what happened. It was a stretch where Darvin Ham would not call a timeout. It was eleven. Yeah. It was eleven zero run. Um, the crowd was going crazy, and then uh, I think it was either Steph or Clay hit a shot uh, on the corner. Or on the extended corner, and yeah. then they come down and D'Lo draws a foul, and then they go up three. And I, okay. essentially, I think that's what happened. Um, if they would have basically got that, I think it was a bad call um, on the D'Lo foul. But if they would have got the ball back down one, I think it would have been a totally different game. Yeah. Um, so officially, I'll go Warriors minus the six. I'll lay the points here with the Warriors. Uh, for my dog. Um, Man, I wish that Vanderbilt prop was at plus money, but it's at minus one twenty-five. You have your dog yet? Yeah, yeah, I do. So yeah, I'm go going ahead. with I'm going with Andrew Wiggins double double. Uh, you can get it anywhere from like four ninety to five to one. Uh, so if you shop around, uh, Fanduel has five to one. DraftKings has four ninety. So it's plenty of opportunities out there for you to find it. Definitely um, get the best number. But we talked about Wiggins and how we think he's going to impact the game, especially from I thought you brought up some great points about his rebounding. Yeah. Uh, I had already liked it originally, but I didn't want to lay the juice. So I just added his points in because I think he can get anywhere from 17 to 18 points. And then that would just lessen the blow as far as the prop wise. But I think he has a shot to go for, um, you know, 10, 11 rebounds with the small ball lineup being implemented, which I'm just assuming that it's going to be implemented more than it was in game one. Uh, not that I have any inside info or anything, but I just that's just how I figure the game will go and how Kirk. Knowing his adjustments, I think he makes big adjustments in game, in game, and within a series flow. In a desperate spot, I think he has to play more small ball. Um, so I'll give me Andrew Wiggins double double at five to one. Um, so DraftKings right now has Wiggins seven plus rebounds at plus one twenty five. Go for um, the ten, man. Go for the ten. Uh, what is he at ten? Plus five fifty. Oh. Psh. So I'll give out both then. Wiggins, seven seven or more rebounds, plus 125. And then if you want to take his 10 or more rebounds at plus 550 on DraftKings right now. Uh, let me see what it's over on FanDuel. Sometimes they have better odds. Uh, it's, at, it's at five to one on DraftKings. So, again, guys, shop around for the best number um, right now for if you want to play those rebounds for Wiggins. Seven or more is at plus 125 on DraftKings. Uh, eight or more is plus 190 
over on um, FanDuel. And then 10 or more is plus 550 for Andrew Wiggins here tonight. So, um, yeah, we're going to be Andrew Wiggins fans tonight for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, man. That is going to do it for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Um, Delonte, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, bud? I oh, mean, we big big Andrew Wiggins fans. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep uh, keep keep the hope alive for uh, Pool and Dre, Pool and uh, Clay because you know uh, Rail and um, Scott were giving me shit about you know taking them over with it. They crushed it last night. They didn't say much about it. So I'm going to keep riding with those guys. I think they'll have a big series. I, I'll mention that Clay will have a big series. Poole will probably be more up and down. But I still, I think he gets back to his normal self here. So I think uh, Thompson or Clay will have a big uh, points game in L.A., I think. Um, yeah, his dad played there. I, I mean, think, I think yeah, he, played, he, always plays, he always plays well against the Lakers. I mean, the thing about the Lakers is they don't have any good – outside of Vanderbilt, they don't have any good on ball. Now, Dennis is somewhat disruptive, but, I mean, he's more – like he'll get out of he's like that corner who tries to jump everything. Yeah, yeah. and then he'll get beat. He's like he's like Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so um, that's that's how I feel about that. It also, so I think we mentioned down the stretch that they made or Darvin Ham like made that. I saw like Jared Vanderbilt came into um, for the offense defense substitution, mm-hmm. and down the stretch there they doubled. Uh, Steph Curry. I think that was a great adjustment that he made there. Uh, making trying to make somebody else beat him. And then we mm-hmm. talked about the we talked about it yesterday with Scott the the shot that Jordan Poole put up with about ten seconds left, trying to you know tie up the game. So um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun series for sure. Hopefully um, we had got some winners here tonight in the bag. So that's gonna do it, guys. We'll be back tomorrow in some form or fashion. I think it's Terrell and Scott tomorrow uh, at the usual time. Um, Make sure to follow Delante on Twitter at XXLanteXX. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Before you guys get out of here, do us a favor, hit that like button, um, and then also make sure to subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel here. You guys will know when we go live every single day. Uh, All right, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to.